This is our first episode of 2017. We made it. Barely. Today, we are discussing one of the biggest pop icons of the 20th century. Whose death continues to raise many questions. That's right. The king of pop, Michael Jackson. Hey! Didn't we talk about you not doing that? We did. We talked about him not doing that because it sounds like a dying animal. I sound just like MJ. No, you don't. Don't do that. Okay. So we're here to talk about Michael Joseph Jackson. He was born on August 29th, 1958 in Gary, Indiana. Right outside of Chicago. Ow! Oh, what did we talk about? <laughs> well, we didn't talk about me not doing it. We talked about you not doing it. <laughs> he is a singer, songwriter, dancer, actor, record producer, businessman, and philanthropist. <laughs> Fuck. Philanthropist. <laughs> Philanthropist. <laughs> he is known as the King of Pop. Can you tell me a little bit about his childhood? Yeah. So he was the eighth child out of ten, which technically nine because one of them died Aww. at birth. It was a twin. Sad. Sad. The other twin lived on. Which twin was that? That was. Which was the twin? I mean. Um, Marlon. 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 Marilyn. Okay, continue. Marlon. Continue talking about his childhood. Oh, okay. So he lived in a two-bedroom house on Jackson Street in, like you said, Gary, Indiana, which was an industrial city, which was a part of the Chicago metropolitan area. Wait, he grew up on Jackson Street? Was that a coincidence? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was thinking for a second, well, maybe it's like a stage name. It could be. Well, no, because no, it said he was Jackson. born Jackson. Okay, I don't know. Weird. Coincidence. I mean, have you ever not lived on Orr Street? I've lived on Orr Street my whole life. Wait, you don't just, stop me. You just moved like a year ago. Yeah, we found, we found another Orr Street. We only live on Orr Street, bro. Okay, continue. <laughs> anyway, um, his mother, Catherine, uh, Esther... Scrooge was a devout Jehovah's Witness, which is what uh, we talked about in the last episode. With oh, Prince. Yeah. Sidebar. Yeah. Jehovah Witnesses came to my door today. What? I oh my gosh, what happened? I didn't open it. Oh, okay. And they that's a, a good that's a good choice. <laughs> and they that's left what a I would pamphlet. do. Ugh. I used to have um at a house I lived in Martinsburg, I used to have I think it was usually Mormons. No, I think it was there were Mormons that would come, but then there were these Jehovah Witnesses that would come regularly, and they used to come and talk to my landlord, like, when he lived there, before like, before he rented out to us. Yeah. And so these guys would show up and be like, oh, we, we want to talk to George. And I'd be like, okay, well, he's not here. He doesn't live here anymore. And they'd be like, okay, well, like, pass this message along. And they, like, kept showing up. They would not stop. Like, he doesn't even live in the state anymore. Please leave me alone. I got to the point where I would just hide behind the couch so they wouldn't see me. That's why I did. I wasn't going to. Like, I, I don't want to yeah, talk to Yeah, I don't want to engage. Yeah. One of them had an iPad. I didn't want to, like, want to watch a video. I was like, fuck no. No. And then, I, like, I walked in through my little peephole, and then I went to my window, <laughs> and I watched them walk away as they knocked on everybody else's door, and nobody answered. I just, oh, man. I just Dude, stood, like, stood there and laughed. The part of me that has too much empathy starts to feel bad for them. But they're, like, pushing their religion on other people, yeah. and that's not cool. I mean, I'm all for you being religious, but don't push it on me. Yeah. Please. Respect other people's views. Okay, we got super sidetracked. <laughs> anyway, his mother was a devout Jehovah Witness. Um, she played clarinet and the piano, and she wanted to be a country and western performer. Interesting. But she worked part-time at Sears. To support her, like, one million kids. <laughs> what about the dad? Dad, he was an asshole. Joseph Walter Jackson was his name. He went by Joe. He was a former boxer and a steel worker for U.S. Steel. He performed the guitar with a local rhythm and blues band, the Falcons, 
to help with the household income with his like 500 children mm-hmm. <laughs> um which uh he had three daughters rebby latoya and janet which mm-hmm. everybody knows of latoya and everybody knows about janet and yeah. her nipple and it will go down in infamy <laughs> and then six sons michael jackie tito um jermaine marlon and randy mm-hmm. there was brandon Marlon's twin, but he died shortly after birth. Like okay. I said earlier. Yeah. So yeah, um, they were slumming at you, and their dad got them into music, and created the Jackson Five in, <laughs> in 1964. It was Jackson and his five elder brothers. Jackson and his five elder brothers. Michael and his five older brothers. Well. You can call There were five of them. There were five Jacksons. You're going to confuse one of them. Is it Jackson Michael? 1, Jackson 2, Jackson 3, <laughs> Jackson 4, up. Jackson 5? You know, people refer to people by their last name sometimes. Okay, well, what is a whole entire convoy of Okay, Michael and his four elder brothers. Michael was six at the time. Do you have any more info you'd like to add about the Jackson 5? No, I really like their plug ABC, though. Oh, of course you do. Um, Michael began his solo career in 1971 at age 13. Do you want to tell us a little bit about why the, the father is an asshole? Oh, yeah, I would love to go over why the father is an asshole. Give me. He used to whip his children with belts, which, you know, I'm... Whatever. That happened to me once. It's happened to... Just because it happens doesn't mean it's okay, though. Like, there's like... It's, it's a form of punishment, which is kind of frowned upon it's now. It's a thing that used to be acceptable, and now it's not, yeah. because people are like, oh, it's child abuse. Well, the way that Joe was doing it, it kind of was child abuse. He would I mean, it definitely was child abuse. Yeah, because he did it a lot. Like, if when they performed, if they messed up a line, he would beat them. Oh, damn. And he... Jack... Uh, Jackson. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Michael. MJ, as I will probably call him from now on, mm-hmm. he was the youngest, and he, I guess it scarred him the most, because he was the youngest. Yeah. And so he would get whipped, and his father would make fun of his nose. Oh. He felt like he had a fat nose. Oh my gosh, that explains so much. And what, um, he whipped him, he told, verbally abused him. Told him he had a fat nose. Jackson would. L- Fuck. MJ. <laughs> <sighs> would later acknowledge that his youth had been very lonely and isolating. Oh, that's so sad. He had a deep dissatisfaction with his appearance. Mainly because his father was like, hey, fat nose. <laughs> <laughs> he had lots of nightmares and chronic sleep problems. He had a tendency to remain hyper compliant, especially with his father. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would remain childlike throughout his adult life. Um, he would actually refer to himself as Peter Pan. Yeah, so he, like, never really grew up. I mean, it's one of those things, like, when something traumatizing, or, well, they say, like, with celebrities, like, whenever they become famous, they're stuck that age. Mm-hmm. So, I guess he was stuck as a child forever. Which is why he was Peter Pan. <laughs> like, at whatever point they become famous, they stop maturing, basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I see what you mean. Now, so there was, like, physical abuse. Was there any sexual abuse with the father? Not that I found. Okay. Unless you heard of No, I didn't. I was just curious. Because people talk about his childhood and the effect on him, and I was just curious if it was strictly, like, what kind of abuse it was. So it was just, like, physical beatings and... Yeah, and verbal. Yeah, a lot of, like, verbal and, like, emotional abuse. Yeah, just mental and emotional and physical. Yeah. Okay. You're getting sad. Perk up, buddy. Okay. 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 Woo! All right. Well, let's talk about when he started making it big. Yeah. And, uh, some weird things that he... That started happening with him, such as the bleaching of his skin. 
Yeah. So his solo career began in 1971 at age 13. In the early 80s, he became a major pop star. He had many hits, notably Thriller was his best was the best-selling album of all time. He was called the most successful entertainer of all time by the Guinness World Records. Both the Robot and the Moonwalk were made popular by Jackson. Yep. He like he coined the phrase Moonwalk. He has 13 Grammys, and, as you were saying, Jackson is well-known for his ever-changing appearance. Which, it makes sense with the nose now, because of his father. Exactly. But he was also diagnosed with, I'm just pronouncing this like I'm... Uh, oh, were you talking about the, bl- the skin thing? Yeah, um, vitiligo? Vitiligo? Whatever. Vitiligo or something? Yeah, it's when your body stops producing... No, I'm gonna fuck it up. Melatonin? Mm, it's um. Or not? No, melanin. God damn it! I feel like an asshole. Okay, so you look that up. Oh, I'm, I'm on it right this very second. Um, it's it's when oh there we go. It's when skin loses its pigment. Yeah, melanin. Isn't that that's what the pigment is, right? Sure, we'll go with that. Okay. I was never good at science. Okay. So. Uh, Michael started out wanting a different nose, but he's said to have underwent up to a hundred operations, which is Real, I thought insane. it was only two. Like he, two? Said, yeah, he said he only got rhinoplasty twice, and then he got cosmetic surgery on his chin to make a dimple there. Does it look like he's only had two surgeries? Oh, no, it looks like he's, it's, I think it looks he, like he's been bought. I think maybe he only admitted to two surgeries. He had Botox fillers. He did... So, I know that there's some, like, I think that there's an argument over whether he had a disease that caused his skin to lighten, well, or whether he was actually bleaching his well, skin. No, uh, he supposedly was bleaching his skin because of the, the vitiligo? I'm fucking it up. Yeah, because of that, he started bleaching his skin so it could all, you know, kind of blend in. He could also wear lots of, um, like, pancake makeup. Yeah, he, well, he was really into makeup. But he also was um, diagnosed with lupus as well. Really? I didn't read that. So they said that had to do with, like, his skin color as well. I've never heard of lupus because, um, affecting skin color. Because because both illnesses made his skin sensitive to sunlight. So, like, he did all these things. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, paler. but I... But he also bleached his skin. Yeah. And he got cheek implants and lip augmentation he really if you look at the pictures of him as a child it's I mean, crazy he, like, i mean he was a good looking guy like he really did not need to mm-hmm. do all of this himself and which no, just of course shows not. like i think uh, it sh- i think it shows that he was struggling i think yeah. it shows that he was never happy with himself and that really goes back to the way his father treated him you know he was emotionally abused and that can cause people to not love themselves to feel like they're not good enough and that they need to change, and that they're never good enough. And I think that that's really what happened here. It's sad. It's, it is, it is very sad. And, like, especially how he looked later on, like, near the end. Yeah. It's, it's sad. It's kind of disgusting. Well, that feels mean. Like, I feel like he would have grown up to, if he, I don't know. Yeah. All right, let's move on. This is. I mean, yeah, he en- he was he was talented, stuff. and he didn't need to change the way he looked. You know, no one should ever feel like they need to change the way they look for someone else. Yeah, and he also uh, suffered from anorexia as well. Yeah, I know that when um I know this is jumping ahead, but when they found his body, he was really skinny. So I him mean, having if it was his, if it was if his real body. <laughs> so when they so yeah. Hearing that he suffered from anorexia does not surprise me. All right, well, what is our, uh, what are we moving on to now? It's well, gonna, <laughs> I, I mean, it's going to get even more depressing, but yeah, let's get out of I this I want to talk about the controversy. Oh, which one? There's lots of controversy well, the surrounding. Well, fir- the first big controversy. So, in 1993, he, oh. was, he was accused of child sexu- sexual abuse by the parents of a 13-year-old boy. Jordan Chandler. Now, the civil case was settled out of court, which basically hmm. means they were paid off. Hmm. Because, as people know, 
Jackson Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I feel like we can call him Jackson. Okay, now we can. Okay. I, I, I feel like we're safe to call him Jackson. Okay, good. Um, Jackson liked to, he had Neverland Ranch, obviously, with the whole Peter Pan thing. Yeah. And he liked to have young boys hang out there. Which the way you said that was so creepy, which I guess is it is creepy. creepy. Which like I understand the argument of oh he never grew up so he could maybe like he could only relate to little to young boys. Yeah. But he's still an adult man who's having sleepovers with young boys. All in the same bed too, which is creepy. yeah, in and the Ma- same bed. And Macaulay Culkin. Oh, was he wrapped he up was, in that? Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. So, in nineteen ninety four. Jackson married Lisa Marie Presley. They met in 1974 through Lisa's dad, Elvis. They reconnected in 92 and quickly discovered they had much in common. They both grew up in the limelight, Mm -hmm. you know, with, like, not a great, like, home life, and they just didn't have the stability. So they started talking on the phone when when they met again, and, you know, they just fell love and were best friends. Yeah, and during and the whole entire um the court case, he relied on her uh, for emotional support. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the court case was in 93. They had reconnected in 92 and got married in 94. So yeah, she was definitely around for that. But in 1996, they divorced citing irreconcilable differences. It's reported that Lisa, who already had two kids, did not want to have any more children. It's kind of unclear, because one article I read said she didn't want children with Jackson. So, is it that she knew about the young boy thing, and she didn't want to have kids with him? No. Or is it just because she already had kids and didn't want more? Well, this is a quote from her. I believed he didn't do anything wrong, and that he was wrongly accused. And yes, I started falling for him. I wanted to save him. I felt that I could do it. Save him from what? Well, she didn't think he was a child molester. Well, uh, well, well, during that time, she was also concerned about his faltering health and his yeah. addiction to drugs. But why didn't she want to have kids with him? I don't. Well, I, well, after they got divorced, they were still in a relationship on and off for four years afterwards. And this is the first time I've ever heard about the kids thing. Okay. Well, here, let me let me finish. Okay. So she didn't want children. So. Jackson started an affair with Debbie Rowe. Whoa, I didn't even know about what? Did want children with Jackson. So, Presley and Jackson's divorce was finalized in August of 1996. In November of 1996, so he gets divorced August. In November of 96, Jackson married Debbie Rowe. And three months later, Rowe gave birth to their first child, Prince. So, there was definitely overlap. Yeah. With, with Lisa mm-hmm. and Debbie. So oh, Lisa- you slide dog. <laughs> <laughs> so they have their first child, Prince, and one year later they have their second child, who's a girl, Paris. He and Roe divorced in 1999 in a relatively amicable matter, ma- fuck, manner. Jackson received full custody of the children. So this is a little complicated. Like, the names of his children... They all have Michael in it. Like, they all have <laughs> Michael in it, and they all have these weird nicknames. Yeah, um, Michael Joseph Jackson Jr., he is commonly re- commonly known as Prince, which is weird, because his last child, his third and final child, <laughs> okay. Blanket, whose nickname is Blanket, his name's actually Prince Michael Jackson. Yeah, so, there's... The first one is Michael Joseph Jackson Jr., and that's Prince. And then there's the girl who is Paris Michael Catherine Jackson. And then there is the third and final child, Prince Michael Jackson II. Yeah. So the th- Which the everybody knows about him. Exactly. Blanket. Yeah. So the, the third child in February of 2002, so Jackson's divorced and he has full custody of his two kids. In February 2002, Jackson has his third and final child with an unnamed surrogate. Yeah, it was artificial artificial insemination. Yeah, and that's Prince Michael Jackson II, and he is most commonly called known as Blanket. So, in May of 2002, 
Jackson began filming a documentary that included near, nearly all aspects of his life. So there was this British documentary um, crew, and they were following him around everywhere he went, everything he did. When the film premiered in March 2003, Living with Michael Jackson. Exactly. The Santa Barbara County Attorney's Office saw something that caused them to launch a criminal investigation after viewing it. In a very controversial scene, this is before when you were saying that there was no proof of him having molesting children. Yeah. This will change your mind. In a very controversial scene, Jackson is holding hands and discussing sleeping arrangements with a young boy. And it's it's a 13-year-old boy. Uh -huh. And look up this scene on YouTube. Look up Living with Michael Jackson and, you know. Because I read about this. I didn't watch the scene. Watch the scene. It's weird. This is weird. The initial probe by the LAPD and DCFS in February of 2003 concluded that the allegations were unfounded. But then the young boy from the documentary and his mother told investigators that there was abuse. And Jackson was arrested in November of 2003 and charged. He was charged with seven counts of child molestation and two counts of administering an intoxicating substance in relation to the 13-year-old boy. So, Jackson went to trial in 2005 and was acquitted after five months in court. Now, I would like to add something here. After Michael Jackson died, this young boy committed suicide. Wait, really? Yes. The boy who tried to bring charges against him and failed. He ended up committing suicide. Which, if you look into, um, what was like, the boy's sexual... Name? I couldn't find his name. Sexual... Fuck. Look up, um, Living with Michael Jackson, 13-year-old boy. So, if you look... You, while you do that, I'm going to talk. Well, if you look into different, like, sexual child abuse cases, a lot of children that are involved in this have a really hard time moving on with their life. Like, if you watch documentaries about, like, priests molesting little boys, it's really hard to move forward and have a normal life. Generally, they either commit suicide or become drug addicts. Like, people that actually have successful lives, it's really rare. Because that much trauma at such a young age, and especially the whole level of people not believing you. Did you find it? You're making no, a face. No, I went on to something else. Um, oh. There's an article called Why I Sleep with Little Boys by Michael Jackson. Uh, okay. Well, don't get sidetracked, okay? Sorry, I... That... Get it back together, bro. Okay. While you look for the name, I'm just gonna keep talking. Uh, oh, I found his name, though. Oh, what's his name? It's, uh, Gavin... Yeah, Gavin. Ar uh, Arvenzo. Arvenzo? Arvenzo. Did you see when he, um, committed suicide? He got married in 2013. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly had a happy ending, too. My mom told me that she was thinking of it. Well, there is. There's a picture of him getting married at 24. He looks pretty. Maybe it was... Maybe she meant... Fuck, I feel so, so terrible. Maybe it was the um, kid from 93. Alright, let me look up him real quick. Continue talking. Yeah, I'm gonna keep talking. Okay, so after the trial in 2005, Jackson had a lot of money issues. Following this, following all these money issues, this led him to recording another album and setting up tour dates around the world. And this was supposed to be like his final tour. It was called the This Is It Tour. Oh, yep, it was Evan. He killed himself. Okay, yeah, so the boy from 93 committed suicide. And his name was Evan? Wait a second. No, his dad. What? The kid's dad. What? Wait, keep on going. I'm okay, sorry. I, okay. I spoke way too soon. Okay. So, he was about to go on tour. He was prepping for the tour. But three weeks before the first date, he died of cardiac arrest. Jackson died on June 25th of 2009. The official story is that Jackson fell unconscious while in bed. 
His personal physician attempted to resuscitate him without success. The paramedics arrived and he was not breathing. Now, I want to say, his his personal physician is Conrad Murray. The physician found him in his bed not breathing and he doesn't call 911 right away. He tries to do CPR for 10 minutes, but he doesn't do CPR on the ground like you're supposed to. He does it on a bed, which makes CPR virtually, like, virtually, it doesn't make a difference, basically. It doesn't help if you're not doing it on a hard surface. He then waits a full 30 minutes after finding him to call 911, and he blames it on... A couple things. He says that there were no landlines in the, in the house. Yeah, because supposedly Michael wasn't allowed to have a phone. Yeah. And then he did have a cell phone, but he claims that he couldn't call 911 because he didn't know the address. Which is, they which can is, just ping it. Like, they can just... No, but it, the ridiculous thing is, is if you're a personal physician and working at someone's house, then you, know. you know that a, a, a situation may arise that you need to call 911 so you know the address. Well, he was also hired on 11 days before Michael died. Well, uh, yeah, I'm going to go into that in a minute. Which I think is... Yeah, no, we'll talk about that in a minute. I mean, like, any good babysitter knows having a dress of where you're babysitting. Come on. Maybe he's just a bad doctor. I guess so. (laughs) So, (laughs) the paramedics arrive, and he was not breathing. Two hours later, after arriving at Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center, he was pronounced dead. Jackson's, okay, so we know that Jackson's doctor, he waited a full 30 minutes before calling 911. The L.A. County coroner classified Jackson's death as a homicide and that it was caused by drug overdose. The most significant drugs that were in his system were propofol, propofol, a drug most commonly used for sedation during medical procedures or like surgeries. It's basically it's like anesthesia, which no one that n- people do not take that at home. Yeah, you like, take that, and, and you can't even administer it yourself. Like, no, like, yeah, like you you inject it into yeah. the veins. That kicks in after forty seconds. Yeah, and the other drug he had was Ativan, which is a benzodiazepine commonly used to treat anxiety so it's you know Ativan it's it's a benzo which is like Valium or Xanax you know it makes you really sleepy and taking that in and also taking a drug for sedation is super dangerous and he also had another form of anesthesia and another form of benzo in his system at the same time but the propofol and the Ativan were the two that had, like, the highest drug count. So he had taken it most recently. Aside from the drugs that were found in his body, the coroner said that he was very healthy. Yeah, supposedly he was really healthy for his age. Yeah, like, the he, only thing was his he heart had, was strong. Yeah, the only thing is he had, like, inflamed lungs. Yeah, his lungs were inflamed, but they said that that was not connected to his death at all. So, following this drug overdose... There was a large outcry from his family that basically the doctor was responsible, that he was killed, Mm -hmm. that this was not, that Jackson didn't just take these drugs himself and overdose. And there's like a lot of controversy because they did find a lot of drugs in his house. And I mean, it has been reported on that he's a drug addict. Some of his family denies it, but, I mean, mean, for PR reasons, it's understandable to deny it. And he's been abusing drugs since he was back in the 70s. Yeah. So, they found a lot of drugs in his house, and some of them, some of them had pseudonyms, like fake names, because celebrities do that. Some of them didn't, weren't even marked with names, they were just, like, pills, you know, bottles of pills. So, Jackson's doctor, Jackson's doctor, Conrad Murray, was investigated and charged with involuntary manslaughter. He was found guilty and spent two years in prison. Now, I'd like to take a segue. Do you have anything to add? Oh, well... I want to take a segue into the other subject that this is going to uh, meet with. Well, let... Well, Do you want to add something? Well, yeah, well, back to what I was supposed to look up. 
Turns out the father killed himself. The son came clean and said that he lied about it. What? And then his father di- killed himself in November of 2009. And this is the boys of 93. Yes. So yeah, that's... that's <laughs> Okay, but watch the documentary. I swear, it's super fucking creepy. Okay, so I kind of want to go in. Are you ready to go into the next part of this? Yeah. Okay. Let's take a trip across the world. Yeah, you'll be surprised at this, (laughs) the way this is going to (laughs) connect. And this is our dumb conspiracy. Yeah. So now we are going to talk about the Iranian election of 2009. When they were electing their 10th president. They were. So, President... Let me see if I can do this. Ahmadinejad. Uh, I think that's how you say it. Uh, Ahmadinejad. Let's call Muhammad. That's not even his name. That, no. no. It's Ma- Fuck. Ahmadinejad. Ahmadinejad. I think I'm doing a pretty good job. Okay, we'll, we'll just call him Ahmadin. Okay, in the Iranian election of 2009, President Ahmadinejad won nearly 60% of the vote. The three opposition candidates claimed the election was rigged, and this was based on the fact that all of the polling did not have him winning. Protests broke out on June 13th of 2009. Despite them being, for the most part, peaceful protests, the police began beating the protesters and thousands of people were arrested and tortured in prison. Yeah, and tons of killed as well. Oh, yeah. There were 36 confirmed deaths, but those are the deaths that the Iranian government will admit to, so probably a lot more. And it says that relatives of the victims were forced to sign documents saying that their loved ones died of heart failure rather than being beaten to death by the government. Yeah. So... This election, things really blew up. There were protesting. They're protesting in the streets. Yeah, because they started the uh, the Iranian Iranian Green Movement. And what happened is, in order to get their voices heard, the protesters were really active on Twitter. It is often referred to as the Twitter Revolution. And it was the largest there since the Iranian Revolution of from 1978. Yeah, it was a big deal. And they were getting a lot of attention online. They were trending on Twitter for like a week, like Iranian election or something along those lines, some variant. Yeah, it was a hashtag Iran, um, Iran election. Iran. 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 I spent a lot of time on, on YouTube to make sure that I didn't like, have a George Bush moment. Iran. It's Iran. Yeah, there you go. Iran is like Don't throw a shoe the George me. Bush way of saying it, basically. I know. I know, you, I, I know you don't want to be that. learned it from, Ex- too. Exactly. Uh. Exactly. So, so, they were getting all this attention on Twitter. So, the government stepped in and blocked cell text and web transmissions. So, basically, they made it so everyone's phones didn't work. Well, well, uh, can I backtrack a few years? Yeah. Um, Ahmadinejad. Ahmadinejad. Ahmad. See, I'm good at this. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Dimajad. Okay, every time I'm gonna, every time I'm about to say it, you just say it. Okay, I'm a Dimajad. Took office in tw- uh, 2005. He condemned the internet as a tool of the enemy um, that was used to corrupt Iranian society. And in 2008, the Ministry of Islamic Culture and Guidance proposed a cybercrime bill to suppress digital material deemed immoral by sh- um, sh- Shahara. 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 Shahara Islamic law. Shahara. These restrictive measures. No, Shira. Measures Fuck, Shira. It's Shira. Sorry. God, they were just about a, we're just a bunch of dumb Americans. Just stop. <laughs> Actually, no. Keep talking, but <laughs> read your notes. Stop. Stop just spouting nonsenses in your head. These restrictions. <laughs> what? I don't know. I hate myself. I do too. These restrictive measures <laughs> provoked violent student protests, and these protests acquired new fervor in the run up to the 2009 Iranian presidential election. There we go. Good job. So he just won the internet. So basically, he already had this stance against the internet. So it wasn't very surprising when he implemented Mm -hmm. that in order to try to, like... Because he had a feeling something like this was going to happen. 
Yeah, and part of the thing with using Twitter was that it finally, like, the West was paying attention. And they were calling on their leaders to do something. And Ahmadinejad did not want the West stepping in. That was the last thing he wanted. So the protesters had expected Mousavi to win the election based on the polling data they had. When Mousavi lost, he rejected the results of the election. And that's really what led to the protests. Ahmadinejad, who, who won, is considered a dictator and had been president for four years prior to this. When he got re-elected, people were shocked and really scared. He was known for disregarding civil rights and his hostility, hostility towards the U.S. Okay, so he came from a really poor background, but he had a PhD in engineering. So he was a smart guy. Yeah. He was a smart guy, came from nothing. So I'd like to bring attention to the date of this, Mm. of everything that went down. The protests broke out on June 13th. When did Michael Jackson die? June 25th. So we have Twitter. We have the protesters utilizing Twitter. The, you know, the t- at least in the top three trending things was the Iran election. Yeah, uh, for 2009, it was Iran election, Michael Jackson, and Harry Potter. Okay, so they're trending. What happens when Michael Jackson dies? Everyone forgets about the election. Yeah, um, it actually crashed websites like Wikipedia, Twitter, and Google. Google actually blocked the search term Michael Jackson for 30 minutes. I know, isn't that crazy? They thought that it was some sort of, like, attack. Yeah, the, the stats on people, like, Googling Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson's mm-hmm. death were crazy. And it was on June 24th and 25th. There were uh, a lot more protests were going on, and that's when I think, like, 36 people died just those two days. But when Michael Jackson died, everyone focused on Michael Jackson. Yep. The U, like, the U.S., everyone was in mourning. I mean, even around the world, but primarily the U.S., and so suddenly the spotlight was no longer on the election and was on Jackson. So the theory that mm. which has brought us here today is that Ahmadinejad or I guess him basically or the Iranian mm-hmm. government wanted a distraction. So they killed Michael Jackson. So they had Michael Jackson killed. Because that makes perfect sense. But, okay. So, <laughs> there are a lot of conspiracies about Michael Jackson's death. Oh, 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 yeah. And one of the big ones that actually has some, like, relevance and has some, like, reliability is that his, his, his concert promoter and or record company was involved. Yeah, AG and Sony. Yeah. Because he had recently Which, spoken out against Sony. Oh, and he was doing that for years before. Yeah, as well. he had been doing it for years. So. And it was just a few days before his death, maybe a week or so. They actually spoke out an insurance policy on him, and one of the things was oh, accidental overdose. Really, that specifically? Yeah. So, when I was doing this, going into the world of conspiracies, kind of putting aside my doubt for a minute. One theory I had was that they were killing two birds with one stone. Is that AEG and Sony wanted him dead. They could profit off of his death. They profited like crazy. They made so much money off of him. Yeah, they made a lot of money off of him. So, maybe AEG had him killed and Amanimajad was threw some money their way. Or maybe it's a coincidence with Amanimajad. But I'm honestly at the point... Okay, I feel like I'm saying his name wrong. (laughs) I'm just saying it with confidence. I'm at the point where I honestly can kind of see that AEG was involved. I Yeah, so can I. Okay, so there is a recording that we talked... That we said a quote from at the beginning of Mm -hmm. this podcast that is alleged to be... Michael Jackson's last phone call, in which he says that he fears for his life. He says that the government is going to kill him, 
and even his own family has long said that he was killed. His sister Latoya says he was being controlled and that Dr. Murray, the doctor who went to jail for manslaughter. Mm-hmm. For two years. For not two a years. What, yeah, because like overcrowding California. That's so typical. That he was just a fall guy. Now, let it be known that Dr. Murray was hired by AEG, the concert promoter. And what do you say? It was like three weeks before? Yeah, 11 days. Oh, 11 days. Okay, yeah. So, on September 15th of 2010, Michael's family filed a wrongful death lawsuit. Because they'd already won the lawsuit against Conrad Murray. Now they filed a lawsuit against AEG. And a few specific people in the company. The suit claimed that AEG put their desire for MJ to perform on his upcoming tour above his own health. So basically, they hired this doctor and they pushed him to continue performing despite the fact that he was sick. Well, supposedly, from videos that I saw, he was actually healthy before any of this happened. That's kind of the thing that makes me confused. Yeah. Like... Because, supposedly, he was lively and just, like, energetic while he's performing. His friend said that he looked healthy. And his doctor, even, like, another doctor, his personal friend said that as well. My theory is that his family put it that way because they didn't think that they could win a lawsuit saying that AEG had him murdered. Like, they thought that that sounded too ridiculous, and no one would take them seriously. Well, I'm about to throw another conspiracy out to you. If okay. You, well, well, hold on. Well, yeah, 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 okay, yeah so. finish up. So, their suit claims that AEG was weighing potential profits, profits more importantly than M- MJ's well-being, and that is what led to his death. AEG won this lawsuit. It is also said that AEG actually made money off of his death. Yeah, they made a lot of money. Michael Jackson's son testified during the AEG yeah, trial. Prince, right? Yeah, it was Prince. That Michael Jackson regularly cried after being on the mm-hmm. phone with AEG employees and that his son asked what was wrong and Michael said, They're trying to kill me. Which could be taken in, if like, it could be taken in a figurative way. Yeah, like just like, oh, they're being so hard on me, they're trying to kill me. Or like, yeah, they're like, trying to kill me. You know, like, there's different ways to put it. Okay, you were going to go into conspiracies. Alright, yeah. So what I was saying, like, supposedly he looked healthy, and everything was good with him, and then he just died suddenly. Some people think that he faked his death. Yes, that I is... saw a lot of YouTube videos about oh, that. Oh, God. So, I... Supposedly, like, when the paramedics saw him, he was really thin, and he was really pale. Yeah, he was, like, 5'9 like like or 5'10, and he was only, like, 130 pounds. Yeah, and he looked really sickly. Yeah, like, that's really skinny. And they said it didn't even look like him. Well, I saw a video of when the coroner's van took him to the hospital, mm-hmm. when they opened the door, and the paramedics were getting out. Wait, the coroner's van or the, um, the emergency vehicle? Coroner's van. He was pronounced dead at the hospital. I couldn't imagine that they used his coroner's van. I'll have to bring up the video. But no, he, the when they opened up the van, which they put him into, mm-hmm. maybe it was that. Um, after, An ambulance was in it as well. After yeah. a few people came out, a few of his paramedics, so did somebody that looked just like Michael Jackson. Okay. So, he, like, played dead to get into the van, and then, like, he went out in, like, disguise. Or they used another body. Okay. But, um, supposedly, people saw him at his own funeral. I, yes. I watched <laughs> videos about that. Um. There was, like, this guy who they think it was him because he was, like, he was, like, wearing this, like, hat and, like, they think it looked nothing like him. Yeah, it but the theory like is him. that, like, he had prosthetics on him. But, like, supposedly some girl, like, turned around and she, like, did this and she was, like, Michael. And you could, like, read her lips saying that. Okay. And, like, two days after his death, his father gave an interview, and he didn't seem sad about his son's passing, but he was more concerned about, um, like, promoting his record but his, company. But his father was an asshole, yeah. so that's not really surprising. Have you seen the whole, um, Paris Jackson Instagram thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, no. <laughs> there is a website of called... Of course there is. MichaelJacksonSightings.com. Oh, my God. 
So Paris Jackson posted this photo, right and it's like there. a selfie of herself in a car. Going to Joshua Tree. And there's, it's just like her, she's just like in the, in the car, and behind her is like the back seat, but it's pretty dark. And it just kind of looks like a pile of blankets, but people think blankets. that it's Michael Jackson. They think that they can like see Michael Jackson hiding in the back seat of her car. It's like what we just talked about, was it in the last episode or, last, or the episode before that where your brain sees what it wants to see? Exactly. And, honestly, like, I feel kind of bad for her because people were, like, bombarding, oh, God, people were, like, bombarding her Instagram with, like, comments, and it's, like, let her live. Like, this girl has... It's the same with, um, Louis's, uh, baby mama. Like, everybody's yeah, exactly. her. Yeah, Louis's baby mama, exactly. Like, sometimes these conspiracy theories can, like, hurt real people that are trying yeah. to live their lives. So, what do you think? I think he thinks it's best to move to Canada. Really? No, I think AG killed him. I th- yeah, I think he's definitely dead, and I think that AG probably killed him. Because he definitely did not administer that medication himself. That's impossible. No, there, yeah, there's absolutely because no way. Because it's, it's an intravenous drug, which means it goes directly into the bloodstream, and it kicks in, like, right away. Yep. And there's no way... It's hard to believe, and if he did do it himself, he would definitely have a needle sticking out of his arm. Like, it's like when people overdose on heroin. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't have the time to take the needle out. And so that means that the doctor administered it. And either the doctor is a complete idiot and wasn't aware of dosing at all, or he was just like... I mean, there is a thing that happens with doctors where... Celebrities can get whatever medication they want because they'll pay off doctors and yeah. they'll write for whatever they want. And I think there's a level of like doctors getting starstruck and not saying no, no, not saying, not knowing how to say no to celebrities. But this guy either was purposely having his overdose or is just an idiot. Like even I could tell you, don't give someone anesthesia at home for insomnia. Like that's not a thing that people do. I actually read the the like how that whole thing started was he was touring in Germany in the 90s and a doctor in Germany like mm-hmm. he couldn't sleep he was having insomnia yeah, yeah, yeah. and he administered anesthesia was like like you know like for surgery so he could sleep and and Michael was like oh this is perfect like because with this kind of um anesthesia I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the kind of, like, they give it to you to keep you asleep, and then they turn it off when yeah. they want you to wake up. Like, that's at least, like, when I'm in surgery, that's how they do it. It's like, as long as they're giving it to you, you stay asleep, but once they stop, you start waking up. So the idea is, like, if they could give it to that, give it to him, he would sleep, and then when he, it was time to wake up, they could just stop the medication and probably give him, like, an upper. That just sounds... Which is so dangerous. Yeah. So, and, like... Even just when you have surgery, there are so many dangers with using anesthesia. Like, every time you have surgery and you have to go under, you're taking a risk. And to do that every single night is so dangerous. In has to be terrible for your body as well, especially the way your brain works. But it's like, why was his body healthy? Well, okay, we could, this is... I ugh. definitely think... I do want to say... I do think that he was either murdered or the doctor was just super careless. But I also think that he was probably molesting children. Whoa, way to throw that in there. Like, I just want to say, like, (laughs) as far as conspiracies go, like, I don't think that's a made-up conspiracy. I think, I think that, yes, he was molesting children, but he also was probably killed. I don't know about the children thing. I Watch mean, the fucking video. Watch it. I try to not think about that happening to children because that's no. Don't play. I don't. I don't think that's so wrong for children. No, I don't. You're gonna ruin my day. He's not actually molesting a kid. He's just I sitting I, I, with a. It's not like he's not having sex with a child on film. Well, 
we could go a lot deeper into the yeah. whole entire conspiracy, I think. Like, there's so much more that we didn't even touch on. There are on. so many conspiracies, such Michael. As, such you, as Dave Dave. You really have to, like, pick and choose about what you're going to go into. But I do kind of like the Iranian connection. I thought that was funny. It's It, it reminded me of the Britney Spears Bush mm-hmm. thing. And this is, and that's exactly what this podcast is about. Yeah, exactly. Like, conspiracies yeah. that make no sense. But, you know, there's usually some... There's usually some scenario that fits, which yeah. is, like, the AEG thing, which makes more sense. It's not as fun, but it makes sense. Yeah. So, do you want to add anything else? Um, let me take a quick look. Um, da da dum da dum da one more minute. No, that's it. Uh... I, we could go into Dave Dave, but that, I don't. That we I think we're we're running out of time. Yeah, we, I think I think that we're. Everybody else can look into that. Yeah. So, remember to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. We're Paranoid Disposition. And you can find all the links and all of our old episodes on our website. Paranoid yeah, we have a new website. ParanoidDisposition.com. We're, our videos of our podcast are also on YouTube, and you can find us on SoundCloud. And, of course, iTunes. And on Twitter, we're Paranoid Dispo. So, we also have a, a, hotline. a hotline. So, if you would like to call us, if you have any suggestions for episode topics. Just, just want to give us a shout-out. Anything. Something. Yeah, if you want to give us, uh, just leave a message. Yeah, just top. leave hi. Top. <laughs> leave hi. <laughs> Say hi. <laughs> 540-300-6199. My personal Instagram is chronically enchanted. And I'm hi, I'm Alex Smith. Keep an open mind. But don't be an idiot. Bye. Bye.